0: Welcome to We Think, We Talk, sponsored by Select Care Pharmacy, a pharmacy that is non-retail but that services the smallest of group homes to the largest of skilled nursing facilities with prompt attention and care and world-class customer service. All right, welcome back to another episode of We Think, We Talk. I'm your host Andy Garrison, and we have the coolest episode today because Um, nothing could be better than getting an opinion from people that really have thought things out and will tell you the truth about it. I'm honored to have our guest today, Garrett Ozog, otherwise known as G-Money. Garrett is representing Palmetto Middle School today, which is in Anderson County, South Carolina, District 1, Uh, coming from the 6th grade class of Palmetto. And their assignment today was to do job shadow. So welcome to the show Garrett.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Oh no, you're welcome. You know I'm glad you're representing Palmetta It's the Palmetto Mustangs. Yes, sir. So we want I want to give a shout out to everybody at Palmetto whether you're Palmetto middle school or or high school or elementary school. Garrett's here representing you guys very very well doing a great job. Um, so certainly want to uh, have everybody hear that. Garrett, any shout outs you want to give before we start? Any teachers? Any anybody at school?
1: Um, not really.
0: No. Okay, so he's representing all of you, so that's good. He's not yeah. picking out one particular person. But what what I thought we would do today is because I'm excited because a uh, I don't think I've had anybody on the show that actually went to Palmetta um, that you know I didn't really didn't know. So that's pretty cool. Secondly. Your birthday's coming up here pretty soon. Yes, yeah, in, sure. in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be 12. Uh, but the best opinions that you can get, I've learned, are opinions of our young people right now. Because our young people are going to be the leaders of our world as we know it. So kind of want to start off. And, uh you know, uh, in all honesty, the, I know... Garrett's family. Uh, I've known his mom my entire life. Uh, She went to Palmetto, too. So that was kind of very cool when Garrett and and his mom called and, and said, hey, can he come to work? I said, "Yeah, let's do this because, as you just said, you were made for this, right? So, all right, so. Uh, I want to ask you a couple of questions, though, because I'm curious. We're going to get into what you like to do because I, we're going to talk about what Garrett does. He does a lot of stuff. This guy is a man of many talents. All right. He keeps himself busy, which our, I know because I, I hear the phone calls a lot between my wife and Garrett's mom, and it makes me tired just to think about your schedule. But let's talk about school some, okay? All right. Um, obviously, you're 11 years old, but the last two years have changed. A lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's go back to uh, when you were in the fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess it would have been fifth grade or maybe maybe the end of fourth, but probably fifth. End of fourth. When COVID really came around, right? And then
1: it transitioned into fifth grade. Yeah.
0: Okay. okay. What was that like for you? What was that like for you and your friends? What conversations were you guys having? Like, did it seem like not real or? What? What exactly? I just want to hear it from your words.
1: I mean, it felt kind of like weird because we had all these like extra cautions pushed onto us. Okay, and um, we had to wear masks. We had to have up like little dividers, right? And we had, and we couldn't really talk to each other during the middle of class because. Germs could still go through your mask, just not as easily.
0: Right, right. And I know you're a talker, so a a lot of what I imagine you enjoyed about going to school is socializing with your friends.
1: Yeah, telling jokes, socializing, yeah.
0: So do you feel like that kind of got took away from you?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. We could only take our masks off um, at lunch. Right. And it was just like felt really weird to be like regular year, one year, and then having to wear masks. Everybody's afraid of something that you can't see. It's just it was just really weird to me.
0: That makes sense. You know, well, it is. It's hard to when you can't see something or touch it, but you're doing all those precautions.
1: It's hard to understand it.
0: It is. It is. And what what did the. um and because, well, in in all fairness, I say this not to not to say anything negative at all here. This is all a positive conversation. But it was so new that everybody was trying to figure out what what was the chatter like amongst your teachers. What were they trying to tell you guys to help comfort you or or better understand? Because I know that they were in a hard place too. You know, trying to follow the rules. I guess.
1: Yeah. Um. Teachers had to wear a mask, too. We all had to be six foot apart, even in the lunch lines and Mm. stuff. So it was hard to talk to your friends. Mm -hmm. And um, we couldn't, more than one person couldn't use the smart board. Wow. um, Because people thought that that was spreading germs and stuff, Uh touching the same pin and stuff. Right. And there was, the craziest thing was there was nothing like that before I had gone to the school. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. a little bit. But there was a virtual teacher who only teach virtual kids, and I've never seen that before in my life.
0: Wow. So, was well, just the honest question, was, was virtual school fun at all, or is it just sort of more difficult? It
1: was more challenging because there was nobody really there if you had a question
0: mm-hmm.
2: and
1: even if you send an email, they want to get it
2: mm-hmm. and like
1: read it until like hours later. And there's kids emailing them and there's parents emailing them. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I do this? We don't have Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. like all that stuff. So wow. it was really challenging.
0: It, it sounds like it's challenging. And I imagine it put a lot of pressure on the student, on the students as well as the teachers. Um, you know, because they had to teach from afar too, so they couldn't really you know see you face to face. What about what about um before? Well, let's say when when you're in school, when you didn't have to do online, when they let you do you know back in classroom.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What about like recess and stuff like that? Because recess was always my favorite, right? Yeah. So like I enjoyed going out recess. You know, we either play ball or we talk or do whatever. Did that mm-hmm. become challenging?
1: Yes, we. We could not wear a mask. We had to wear a mask if we were, like, outside. Wow. And even at the beginning of the school year, yeah. I remember this, but our teacher, it was really, really weird. Our teacher gave us tennis balls to mm-hmm. throw around and go chase to get our exercise in, mm-hmm. and only you could touch it.
2: Wow.
0: And
1: it was the weird. We couldn't go on the playground.
0: That's the weirdest th- uh, That is weird. So, you'd have your own tennis ball. Yeah. You basically had to go, I guess, throw it and go get it.
1: Mm hmm. Um,
0: it works. I mean, I guess that's a way of getting your energy out, but yeah. it's still not like playing ball with a friend.
1: Yeah, no. And um, you couldn't go on the play sets like mm-hmm. swing.
2: hmm.
1: You couldn't go on there. Just like the playground itself, mm-hmm. just avoid it. Right. And play with the spaces around it.
0: So that leads me to be, and and, which is hard because that's a huge part of your day. Yeah. That you enjoyed.
1: Mm -hmm. That's that's the part of the day where I just forget everything and have fun.
0: And have fun. Yeah. So now not being able to do that, I guess that became pretty stressful.
1: A little bit. Yeah.
0: Because, I mean, it's, it's hard. I know that. You know, it's well, It's like anything. You know, you, me and you were kind of talking
2: mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah.
0: And it's like when, when you are constantly in motion,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but you're working, so you don't get to go to that place of fun. You know, take your head away from it for a minute. Yeah. It becomes a. You get more tired.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You become, I would say, probably bored a little easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think everybody maybe is on, on edge. I mean, you know, it's, you're probably ready for the school bell to ring to go home to be dismissed.
1: Yeah. At school, it was always kind of like I always tensed up because like everybody was so scared of it. And I didn't really know because we don't watch the news, right? Right. So I had no clue what it was. And, um, So whenever I went back to school and I thought everybody would be talking Mm -hmm. and stuff and having fun, everybody was all tensed up. Mm -hmm. So whenever I got home and I took off my mask, that was the best part of the day, even when I was away from my friends. Right. That was the best part of the day.
0: Right. Do you think, you know, do you think it's made some folks your age uh, become not as social, kind of like we were talking about, you know how— so you're a social guy. Yeah. Like.
1: I'll talk to anybody and everybody.
0: Right. Right. You represent well. Yeah. But you have to also understand at, at your age throughout the last couple of years, it's pretty formative. Yeah. That's when you're learning a lot of public skills, public speaking skills with each other. Right.
1: Mm hmm. Fourth and fifth grade is like the best years to be doing that.
0: Right. Because, well, cause you're, because you're having conversations that yeah. are now, you know, have a beginning, middle, and an end, right? Yeah. Have you noticed that some people that maybe once were talkative and more outgoing, have you noticed any of them become more quiet and kind of in a shell? Or has everybody kind of maintained their self in your age group, like tried the best to stay kind of who they were?
1: Um, I mean, there are... Obviously, was people trying to maintain who they were, but just everybody didn't talk anymore. Everybody was just like not trying to get the virus, right? And it was and it was weird because like throughout the entire day, whenever you had your mask on, you weren't talking to nobody, because you could get in trouble for that, right? Like one on one, not six foot, right, or three feet. Now that they have it now, right. You couldn't talk to people.
0: Right, that is, you know, that's strange, and, and, and I get it, and it's hard. Um, when I was in school, we had a we had a thing. I think it was called Channel Channel One, or was is it Channel Ninety Nine? It's like a morning news thing that comes up in homeroom. Y'all still do anything like that?
1: Yes, sir, we do.
0: Did uh during school time, did did they give you news about um? The pandemic, the coronavirus. Do they talk about it on on what is it called? Channel ninety nine or one?
2: Mm-mm.
0: What is it?
1: Um, at elementary, it was the morning news, but at middle school now it's the main event.
0: The main event. Okay, so I'm old, so they but they they'll change it. But do do they talk about it during the main event? No. So when what information would would the school would anybody from the school even now, do y'all have assemblies or do y'all have uh, any morning meetings or teachers talk about it, like new rules, the rules that have changed or things that they're going to be implementing or anything like that now? Or, are they, or do they leave that to your parents right now?
1: Um, we had to cancel a couple field trips right, due to COVID. Um,
2: um,
1: throughout fourth and fifth grade, we didn't have school assemblies. And if we did have school assemblies, like Meet the Officer, did mm. y'all ever do that?
2: We did, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was all over virtual.
0: Everything virtual. Yeah. And that kind of seems fake a little bit, right? Yeah. I get it. Well, I mean, and, and you know, too, I can understand, honestly, this this uh, show was created because of the pandemic. Because I like to talk to a lot of people, as you know. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't able to actually go and physically talk with them one-on-one in a big area because there are other people there. So imagine creating um, a show where people come to you and you talk, and that gives anybody and everybody that wants to turn it on and listen to it from anywhere in the world, right? Mm -hmm. So that's actually worked out pretty well. So I got to continue talking and continue sharing information.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Now— kind of want to stick to where we are a little bit because this is some good information and I like picking your brain on this one. So what is your understanding? Or I'd say not let's, let's go back just a bit. So during all this, when school started back, you weren't doing it virtual. What, what is your understanding of the, of the coronavirus of what it is?
1: From what I've heard from my parents of, It's just like a virus that is contracted from people coughing and sneezing and Mm -hmm. their germs getting everywhere. And everybody's afraid of it. Millions of people are dying from it. Mm -hmm. Everybody's like going, like they're not getting out of their house. Mm -hmm. That's why quarantine was such a, like, a confusing thing to me. Right. Because at school they don't. They don't tell you about it, and at home they barely tell you about it. Right. So whenever you go into lockdown, right, and you don't know how extreme this virus is, right, it's kind of confusing.
2: It
0: what's a hundred? I would say that's a hundred percent confusing because you can you're only as good as the information that you get, mm-hmm. and I can say this as a parent. We as parents are only good as the information that we're given. And one thing that we do as parents that you'll see one day is that we try to protect our kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I know your mom and dad, they're super protective over you, right? Yeah, like, very. Absolutely. And, and Which is understandable 100%. So we sometimes don't want to, I guess, scare you mm-hmm. at your age. Yeah. But here's also an understanding that I also know, and that's why I'm glad you're on the show. Eleven-year-olds, twelve-year-olds, ten-year-olds, your generation—you guys are smart. I mean, you're—you've grown up in a world of technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some things that you can do without thinking about it, uh, we had to—we had to think about. Like I can guarantee you, your mom and dad have came to you with an electronic device and ask asking you to help right yeah <laughs> see see and that's that makes it where it's just it, it, you can do that easily so I think when the school went to virtual learning, I think it was maybe easier for your generation to be able to adapt because of the you knowing how to use the technology but I think that it's also very uh, <sighs> maybe aggravating because normally you didn't use your your skill set of the technology for school normally you say that for your own entertainment but now you're having to do it to learn uh that would be tough for me that would be a real challenge i i just i don't know that i could do it i could i couldn't ease into it real well i do a lot better looking at somebody face to face um and learning that way so you had to go through all that 6 foot distancing at school you had to wear a mask all the time. Um you know, what about what about uh gym? Um, PE. Do they they still have P E?
1: Um Yeah, we had P E. It's just we couldn't do like partnering games. And We couldn't do games like you couldn't touch something that other people were trying to get. So like so like it was just like you and one other person. Mm-hmm. don't touch the same stuff and that other group better not be either talking to you or touching to you wow
2: that's
0: hard man I mean I, I you know I think that's just when I think of school I think of you know I remember all my teachers and and uh I mean I remember my first grade teacher she was awesome but the biggest thing that I enjoyed about school was, you know, I'd sit beside my buddy in class, for example. And not that we're saying anybody at Palmetto Middle School that we cut up or anything, but it was fun to have a side conversation with your with friends. And now you got what plexiglass between you. Is that still in play now? No. So when did that come
2: down?
1: On transition from fifth grade to middle school. Okay. Uh, the first day of a middle of school i think pretty much everybody was wearing a mask right e- including me sure i was wearing a mask right but by w- but whenever time went on so mm-hmm. like the first until like after the first nine weeks and the second nine weeks everybody just gradually started taking off their mask and not bringing it to school there's only a handful of people that I know that still wear a mask today. Really? And they're, like, still still scared of it. Even though it's died down. Yeah. And there's not as many variants of it. Right. There's, like, just, like, one big one. Right. And it's in different parts. Right. Like, not around here. Um, It's just...
0: Are they making your teachers wear masks still? Mm-mm. No. So it probably makes it easier for you to be able to see and understand what they're saying. Yeah. Because let's... I just thought about that when I asked you that, but in in when you're in school learning and you're having to listen to your teacher and the teacher has to have a mask on, I guess that can make it more complicated to understand what they're saying sometimes. Um,
1: There's been many accounts where in my homeroom classes my teacher gets, like, all mad at their mask and, like, why why do we have to do this and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Not like the, like... A tantrum, but right. just because it was, it was just like they just thought that it wasn't right, like because mm-hmm. they've never seen anything like that no. either.
0: No, there's nobody living that I can think of that has been through this. Uh, the last thing that I can remember learning about, reading about, was the Spanish flu,
2: yeah. is what it
0: was called, mm-hmm. and uh, I think. You know, um, very similar if you read some stories, um, you know, about the people being scared and uh, chaos, you know. It wasn't organized chaos like it is now because, you know, they didn't have the multimedia technology that you have now where you can, you know, you can text your friend something really quick. But imagine if you had to get on a horse and go, yeah, six miles down the road on a horse to tell them something. So information did not spread as fast back then as it does now, which I think information is good the way it spreads fast now because it gives you a heads up quicker about something. Mm-hmm. But I, I still think it can still, you know, be be scary. Have you got recess and all that back?
1: Um, yeah, we have. It's just we don't do it as much in sixth grade as we do. It's called academic en- enrichment now. Okay. Not recess. Right. And we don't really go outside for it.
2: Wow, okay. It's
1: just like read, like do stuff on your iPad, do anything productive.
0: Getting older stinks, huh? Yes. It does. It's not as fun.
1: And those last two years, I didn't have it, so.
0: True. So really, you've been three years without, it's just been schoolwork and home. Yeah. But. On a good note, let's talk about this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, then we'll come back, and, and I'll ask you some more questions about about school and things like that. But now you have done things to keep yourself uh, engaged. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about your fishing team first.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now I see some pictures, and that's cool. But tell me about this blast off, because the, here's why I asked. I had a guest. And he's a friend of mine on the show. Um, I guess what about a month or two ago, he's a big fisherman. Uh, his name is John Fravel. Uh, and he he uh he brokers real estate in Spartanburg, in Greenville, anywhere in South Carolina, mm-hmm. he will. Um loves fishing. He does the, the veterans bass tournament every year and everything. So I know that your dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you and your mom, everybody, and your grandparents, um, y'all still fish a lot. Y'all, you fish for the you fish for the school, right? A yeah. team.
1: Yeah, I fish for my school.
0: That's cool. So, tell me about this blast off. And the reason I asked this is because I got to see a picture, and it's all these boats lined up. Do they sound a horn, or just at a specific time, all the boats just? hit it and go as fast as you can to where you want to be on the lake. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: How long do those tournaments last?
1: About, on average, eight hours.
0: Wow. And the goal, for those that don't know, and and honestly, when when I was your age, we didn't have a fishing team. Yeah. So, and a lot of folks listening to us probably did not either.
1: They're like, what's a
0: fishing team? What's a fishing team, Yeah, yeah. Right. So, basically, a fishing team is... Uh, and tell me if I'm wrong. Okay, Mm -hmm. this is what I've learned, and I've learned this because of listening to stories about you.
1: Yeah, my folks,
0: your folks. Um, it's you and your teammate, Mm -hmm. and then there's the captain of the boat. Yes, and you spend roughly eight hours Mm -hmm. fishing. Yes, and it's real simple. the 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 team that comes in with the largest amount of weight. Mm-hmm. Wins. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now that sounded a lot easier than it is to do. Yes. But I can tell you, I saw a picture. Garrett got a fish last tournament. Mm-hmm. I think it looked like your partner did. You got two.
1: Yeah, I got two.
0: That's cool. And then your your fishing partner got a fish, right? No. No. Okay.
1: I caught all three fish. Two were legal sized. One was not. But I mean, I'm not shaming on him. No, he does have a broken wrist.
0: Oh so. man, okay. And well, and he's, and he's still out there trying.
1: Yeah, and he's still out there trying. He was casting one time. He got he got hung on a rock, uh-huh. and he was trying to get it out, even though he was hurting. Right. And it, 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 I heard it. I heard it. He's <laughs> like, ah, uh, uh.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'm might... But see, that's good for him, though. You know, because he. Mm-hmm. You know he's still out there trying to you know participate and, and and put in you know his value for the team.
1: Yeah, he's dedicated.
0: He's dedicated. Well, yeah. yeah, and I would say you're definitely dedicated too because I've seen your fishing gear. That's 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 hardcore fishing. That yeah. this this isn't going to buy a bucket of worms, people. Uh, th- I'll tell you this. This blew my mind because literally you have Ranger bass boats or whatever with these high powered engines in the back of them. And when I keep talking about this blast-off, this is crazy. These boats just go all of a sudden sitting in the water floating to just flying across the lake and everybody trying to rally for position. Yeah. That's cool. That's got to be fun.
1: Yeah. We, but, we have an old javelin. Okay. Like a, tw- a two thousand javelin. Right. And it's not new. We need new carpet, all that stuff. I'm not shaming on it. No. But we but, like got like a new foot and everything. And so, like, we went from just barely going over 30 to not being able to go to, like, 55 miles per hour. But there's still people out there that can go faster than us. I've seen kids who have bikers' helmets on to protect them from the wind going 80 miles per hour down the lake on blast-off.
0: That is fast on the water. I mean, that's fast on the road, but that is scary on the water. Um, believe me. I had a buddy of mine that I went fishing with all the time. Uh, Joey Stiles was his name. Um, he 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 still lives in Williamston area in South Carolina. He had a ranger bass boat when we were teenagers and would drop that thing in the water and he'd hit it. And I'm telling you, that's like the water turns into glass. I mean, it's it's like concrete. If, if you fall in that water, you get hurt. That oh, fast. yeah. Um, but another thing that's interesting about Garrett that – uh. I've had a chance to go to Garrett's football games. Um, now he's a beast football player. I give you credit on that. But here's here's what's interesting. Um, let's talk about what's in your leg.
1: Oh, I yeah. love
0: this story. <laughs> so do you tell the story, Garrett? You are out at Reese you you were outside playing football, right? I was
1: outside Now
0: when was this? How long ago was this? I was
1: outside playing tag in my fourth grade year. If, and I know the exact date. Okay. I was at goal post and it was February 4th, about four o'clock. And um, so we're playing tag and we had these two park benches out near the swing sets uh-huh. and we're chasing around and it, everybody's doing like parkour, everybody's doing all this. And I've seen people jump over these benches
2: all right? and
1: I was like, that's so cool because me being... In fourth grade, I right. thought everything was awesome.
0: Right. <laughs> in fourth grade, I felt awesome. <laughs>
1: and, and COVID had it, it been there. Right. And COVID hadn't been in the United States or even South Carolina.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I go over to one of these park benches, and they have a part where it separates from where your butt is and your back. So, And I go over, my right foot's at the top of it, my left foot's at the bottom of it, and it gets hung in the gap. My body goes over. My leg does not. And oh. until the end, my leg went over. And I go to Anderson Hospital. Mm-hmm. Turns out I have a broken femur.
0: Oh. And uh, so a lot of folks listen to this from the medical field. So broken femur makes you cringe. Yeah. And uh, so you got transferred to uh, what, Greenville? Greenville. And uh, then they had to do surgery, right?
1: Yes. How was that? I mean, it was more mental. Uh Uh-huh. Because, like, you're thinking, like, you're not thinking these people are paid to do this. They've been doing this for 10 years. Right. You're not thinking about that. You're thinking about how they're going to get that rod into your leg and then putting screws in it Mm
2: -hmm.
1: while only making gaps about the size Your fingertip, wow, and that just amazed me. Whenever I got out, it was only like it was, it was all right because they gave me laughing gas, and uh, (laughs) that was one of the best feelings I've ever had. Because, like, yeah, I can imagine it makes your body feel warm. Oh, yeah. The I remember the nurse saying that, well. She came up to me and she said, "Okay, I'm gonna give you this. It's gonna make you feel like you're peeing yourself."
2: Okay.
0: And
1: she <laughs> and I go, "Whoa!" Yes,
0: Instantly. It,
1: <laughs> it was. That's yeah.
0: crazy. So they do the surgery, and then they put a rod in your leg. Now, what's that rod made out of?
1: Titanium. Woo.
0: So now, as you grew after that, because you recovered from that well, obviously.
1: Yeah.
0: Because at, I've watched Garrett play ball, football. Um, with this titanium leg, you know, so obviously it worked very well
2: um, yeah.
0: you know you you hadn't lost agility or speed or anything like that. you still play ball good um, but didn't they have didn't they have to take a pin or something out?
1: yeah, Were you groove? so um, I had just hit one of my grossbergs whenever I broke my leg mm-hmm. so whenever I had that titanium rod in. My bones stretched.
2: Mm.
1: So the screw, it was pointing out into my muscle Mm
2: -hmm.
1: of my leg. Right. And it was rubbing on my tissue, Ah. irritating it. Right. And I remember I could like squeeze that screw Uh and it like move. Ah. So went to the doctors for like my yearly checkup on my leg. I think that's what it was. And... He he said, I said, hey, can you check my leg? If mm-hmm. you squeeze it, it moves. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, let me do it. And it went, and he was like, I need you for x-rays right now. Mm-hmm. So, a lady takes me in there for x-rays. They x-ray my leg, and this is why I'm still recovering. All right. So, like, I'm limping and stuff. But- but it so they had to take out the screw about two weeks later about two weeks later yeah so yeah that's just what they did it was like
2: and, done, done. Yeah. and uh
0: now does that leg hurt you at all no okay so they did a good job
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then you know, I guess it it'll just simply grow with your bone as mm-hmm. you get older.
1: I think the doctors, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that hurt.
0: Oh, I bet so. Well, there's a funny story because uh, now your grandmother told me this herself. She was <laughs> she was having your sympathy pains. Yeah, legitimately, she has pictures of that.
1: We have videos of that. Yeah,
0: that's right. But yeah. You do have videos.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was um the day after my surgery. They had kept me for like a day, like one day after my surgery. So it was like about Tuesday, mm-hmm. Wednesday, Thursday out. That's quick. Yeah, for a broken leg, that's really well, quick.
0: That's more than what we call a broken leg. That's a broken femur. That's a serious. Yeah. That's a serious break. It's not like a like you know you some people uh, get a little hairline fracture on their arm and they get need a cast. This, this is a big deal um you know you deal with surgery and everything like that
1: oh wait i didn't i didn't say this it snapped clean in half
0: yes yeah so yes.
1: that's why they needed to put the rod in and not a full leg cast
0: were you in pain when it happened
1: adrenaline
0: adrenaline oh yeah i bet yeah that's well i bet your parents were freaked out
1: oh yeah <laughs> i remember whenever we got x-rays they took me into like a room like five foot away from where i was yeah and took me into this room laying me down and it i remember this vividly it hurt so bad for her to put that like like um
0: the compression
1: uh, yeah the compression mm-hmm. it hurt so bad because it was like touching my leg yes and whenever i broke my leg my leg would like tense up randomly oh yeah and so, whenever they x-rayed it, I remember my mom was crying.
0: Oh yeah, like yeah. Well, one thing, one thing, one day you'll find out is when your kids hurt, you hurt, and that's just that—that's a give-in. Um, so like I said, Garrett's a man of many talents. the The fishing's cool. The football. Um, he's a baseball player. Uh, we talk about that a lot. Um, a pitcher. Um, you can put, you'll, you'll play any position though, right? You just like playing baseball.
1: Yeah. I love baseball.
0: Baseball's fun. And, uh, so, I mean, you know, we could have the next Bo Jackson sitting here. You just don't ever know. Um, one thing about Garrett that I like that, that I, hopefully you guys will start to realize when you listen to the show, uh, Garrett's already ambitious. He's, he's not scared of taking on a, a project. Uh, matter of fact, you know, most people would be scared to be sitting uh, in front of a microphone like you are now. And uh, you just, it feels natural. You look like you're comfortable, like it's just a natural thing.
1: Mm-hmm. This is a comfortable chair, and I'm a really talkative person.
0: So yeah, that's, that's true. I don't
1: know. I so might be born for this.
0: You may be born for this. So what do you think so far? Because I know this is, so, you know, they let you out of school today so you could do job shadowing mm-hmm. and everything. So pretty cool so far. Yeah. Is it interesting? Yeah. Is it anything you thought like it would be, or is it different?
1: Um, it was. It reminds me more of like um, a like kind of like a music studio. Uh huh. Because the guy has like the uh, what's it called, playboard or something? Yeah, the board,
0: soundboard. The
1: the soundboard, and then there's like guitars and stuff, and then like a high mic with like the little fan Mm -hmm. thing.
0: You know why that is? Why? They do, uh, they record music here. hmm. Um, They do commercials. A lot of jingles that you'll hear.
1: Are you the only podcast that records here?
0: Um, No. No. Uh, Matter of fact, I can look down. Roughly how many, how many of us record podcast? About three. Yeah, about three. Three podcasts, but they do a ton of other work. Um, that board out there, which Daniel's listening to, you know, as as you and I have been talking the whole time, mm-hmm. he's got technology on that where literally I can be sitting here and somebody can be on the telephone and it feels like that they're sitting right in front of us. So that, so if someone can't make it to the studio, for example, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's a lot more laid back than probably you thought too, isn't
1: it? Yeah. I thought it'd be like... All the lights, camera, action—you do it. no. It's just like me and you having it's, a conversation.
0: That's the it, that that's the best way. Even the lighting's low. You notice that? Yeah. Everything's just sort of like, you know, and you kind of forget the microphones here after a minute.
1: A you little know, bit, yeah. yeah.
0: You can just kind of have a conversation. Um, so this is you know kind of cool. I'm glad Palmetto and any other other participating schools in the state or or the or the country for that fact. Um. They give you guys the opportunity to now go out and look at, especially at this age, to start looking at different things that mm-hmm. that you would like to do. So, are there any ideas in your head of of what the future holds for Garrett? <laughs> What's your money? What does your future look like, Garrett? What I do mean, you, what do you see yourself doing?
1: I mean, I want to be a professional athlete, but
0: and now you're you're well on your way.
1: If that falls through, I want to be like. This is aiming big, but like a NASA engineer okay. or a astrophysicist, right? Because that stuff amazes me. And then if all else fails, I do this.
0: That's cool. Well, I mean, you know, I, I can promise you, now Na- if you're if you're a NASA engineer or astronaut, you'll be doing plenty of this, um, because communication is
1: like interviews and stuff. Oh,
0: absolutely. I mean, basically, you. You are, well, I'm gonna say twelve because it's two weeks, but and you have just literally sat here and went through a full professional interview on the radio. So and it's it's not as not as a uh, heart wrenching as you probably you could have made it to be. Um, but here's here's the question. So I'm well. I'm glad you I'm I'm glad you are enjoying it so far. So I'm glad, you know, hopefully you can go back to Palmetto. Cause I, I, you know, I love Palmetto. I mean, you know, that's where I went to, to school, you know, high school and middle school. And so basically, you know, I was you're you're just a younger version of all of us that went. So you represent your school very well. Um, you're definitely a good spokesperson for them. Um, so they're they're lucky to have you there um, because I don't know that a lot of folks, you know, this isn't this isn't throwing uh as they call throwing shade on anybody, but you know, it. I don't know that a lot of students can go sit into a studio and have a conversation, enjoy themselves doing it. Um, so you know, Palmetto should be super proud of you. Um, you know, representing them so well. Um, you know, and and I know your parents will be proud of you, and your grandparents are a give in; they'll be proud of you anyway.
1: Yeah, we'll um, probably be in front of the TV watching this. The oh yeah, absolutely. Time, so. yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, it'll be important. But I want to ask you just a couple of, before we, before we wrap up, um, what do you think we as adults right now in the world, the way everything's happening and, and kind of being, you know, right now it's a weird time to live in. And, you know, I know you hear parents and grandparents and your friends and everybody talking, but I want to know what you think. What do you think we as adults could do better um. to to help your generation out as you guys are coming along? Because it won't be long to, to you'll be graduating high school, going to college, pursuing your dreams of doing whatever you want to do. But what can we do for your generation now that you see us not doing very well?
1: I mean, y'all are doing really good, like, in general, but just like, the small things, yeah, like
2: tell me about the like that's
1: if you have a like if you have a quiz and you have all that stuff like running through your mind thinking oh what if I do this what if I do this let your kids like help them make good grades but also like like also let them like chill out a little bit because I know plenty of kids. Or just Mm -hmm. like me, I'm afraid to get below an A. uh Like, but there's some kids that aren't like that.
0: No. I don't
1: know if it's just me, but.
0: Well, you aim high.
1: Yeah, a little bit, yeah.
0: Well, and I can't remember the exact saying, so I'll probably butcher this, but I think I was always taught that it's better to aim high and miss than to aim low and hit, you know, because you can keep shooting arrows till you hit something high. Yeah, that's the good part about it, and you know, I know you're not one to give up. You know,
1: I try not to,
0: and don't ever let the word "no" or let that just be a suggestion, not an all-out. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can all if you if you don't succeed at the moment of doing anything, uh, nobody's there to tell you that you can't try it again. And eventually, it's like we talked about driving. Uh, here eventually um something's got to happen in your favor right yeah so what else is there anything else that we could do your generation looking at us going what could we do better or why are y'all doing that anything like that in your head
1: like um i have uh another one sure um like don't Tell us to like focus on this if it's not what we want to do, because okay. we're spending all that time
2: mm-hmm.
1: on something that we don't want to do.
2: Right, right.
1: So like, let us focus. What's an exa-
0: what would be? What's a good example of that? I mean, I mean, like in general,
1: if you don't like school,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I still think that you should like go to school and stuff. But I still think that you should maybe prioritize some stuff whenever you're not at school.
0: Things that you enjoy doing.
1: Yeah, and not like always not always doing as hard as you can for that time. Does
0: that stress you out that you're one of those type people that you feel like if you make a blow a that it just that that it's just like if you like it's a failure. Is it is it is it real stressful on you? Yes.
1: Cause like if I, if I study for something, right, and I've been listening to my teacher for like that entire month's build up for that test mm-hmm. or that really really important quiz,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I and if I don't make a one hundred on it, mm-hmm. even though I've tried my hardest,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it just makes me feel horrible.
2: It just
0: because I
1: know I tried my hardest and I didn't succeed.
0: Well. I can tell you this and, and maybe this will help you feel a little better. You know, always keep the mentality and keep trying like you do because that's important. But sometimes um in life um things can't be perfected. Um because you know we're not perfect as people. Um yeah. you know like we make mistakes. You know if you're typing on the keyboard, you may accidentally hit um a y instead of an x, right? Yeah. Um and just understand that and always don't stress out about it so bad. I know that that's easier for me to say than for you to do. But th- you'll start, and I believe you already have, start seeing the bigger picture. Yeah. Of what it what it looks like mm-hmm. and wh- what it can what it can be. Um, any other advice on that one?
1: Aim for the end goal and not what you're in right now.
0: Right. That's that's actually great because. I don't think at 11 years old, I was looking at the long game. Yeah. And I think now you, and hopefully a lot of people with your generation, do look at the long game. Yeah. Um,
1: From what I've gathered from my friends, that's what we all look for. Right. The end. We make good grades, and all, we make good grades, and, like, try our hardest on every single test or quiz, because... We want to look back whenever, like, if we make, say, like, 35000 a year, which is, like, average home, mm-hmm. like, um stuff. Right. We think, instead of saying, like, oh, yeah, that happened. We think about, yeah, since we made all these good grades and all this, that job resume looked even better. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm here today. Right. Like, I'm at this moment in time because I did this. Right. And I'm being the best that I can be.
0: Because you're trying to go ahead and prepare for your future and make it as good as it can be.
1: Even right now, I'm focusing on my future.
0: Right. Because it's, it's coming quick.
1: Yeah. It'll uh, be there, like.
0: Yeah. Snap of your fingers. Yeah.
1: I'm out of the parents' house. I'm on my own. It It'll be there before no time
0: okay that'll break your mama's heart though to hear that probably. when you're gone oh yeah for sure she'll probably move it she'll probably buy a house next to yours mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. just like just like,
1: <laughs> just like my now and papa did i mean yeah. Yeah. just like my parents did they moved about a mile away from my yeah my now and papa's
0: well, that, well that's important though they like to you know see you and i know that you're Your grandparents like to, because with your, like I said, your schedule is so busy. It's like a rock star. Like, I don't even know where you have time to sleep, but I know that they're there for every event that you do. And your, your, uh, pop is taking pictures of everything and, uh, you know, they're really good, but, um, you know, I definitely want to thank you again for coming on the show. Thank Um, you for having me. You did a really great job. Um, it's, I think it's real important that we listen to your generation because you guys are really smart. And that's why, you know, I I really knew it was important to find out from you what we could do better because, you know, sometimes even as adults, if we don't, if you don't tell us or we don't realize that there's a better way because you guys are much smarter than we are, you know, you guys will be taking care of us one day soon Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and it's happening. So I think you have a super bright future ahead of you. Uh, you definitely have your head screwed on straight. You know that that you want to succeed in whatever you try to do, and you, you try to do the best you can at whatever you do. Um, and I don't think anybody could ask any more of you than what you're doing. Um, I appreciate you sharing your thoughts on the pandemic and COVID and how it's kind of changed things for you. I'm glad to see that you are – taking it upon yourself to have extracurricular activities to keep, to kind of keep uh, social, yeah, to, to keep yourself kind of going. Um, but no, it, uh, I, I'm sure that you're going to do big things. Um, and I can guarantee you this won't be the last time that you're on the, on the show. We'll make sure that we can get this in here regular to, we may even make a, a little segment, uh, G's opinion mm-hmm. to find out your thought about certain things because, you know, uh, a lot of people that come on, like I told you earlier, you know, they're professionals in their field, whether it be, you know, anything medical, but uh, they could be in finance. um, They could be, you know, clergy, anything, but seeing it from your viewpoint and you've got this world to run as it's coming up, you know, I, I think what, what you don't want to repeat is what the feelings that you've had, you know, about the, can't talk to anybody about the, the restraints, the, the we call it recess, but, you know, obviously the social interaction part of it. So I'm pretty sure that, that your generation will find a solution to our problems and make make us social people again.
1: I hope they will.
0: Well, I, it's up to you. Yeah. It's a, that That's the whole part about it is not to add that to your shoulders, but, you know, that's, you know what it feels like to be social mm-hmm. and you know what it feels like to have it taken away. Mm-hmm. So I think your goal moving forward is to create a way where that doesn't happen again.
1: Trying to make a better world.
0: Trying yeah. to make a better world. That's all we can do. So you guys heard that from right out of almost 12 year old. Almost. Almost. Right almost there right. at it. two weeks. Um but it's definitely we need to we need to start listening to that opinion um of Garrett's generation because I think their insight is a lot deeper than we realize. And I think that we as adults have taken um, and listened to other adults' opinions. And we haven't stopped and just really squared up with somebody in Garrett's generation and found out what they know and what they don't and what they think. Because a lot of times we talked about, like we talked about with the technology, for example, um, these folks can reprogram a telephone in 35 seconds where we'll be fumbling over it for an hour and a half if you think about it that way, they can take problems that we are that we as adults may find super complicated. And from Garrett's perspective or, or anybody in his generation, they may see it as a whole different situation or problem and can solve it a lot quicker or easier than we can. So I really do think that this is something that we want to start studying on and looking at a lot further and, and really start listening to your generation, Garrett, to make sure that your opinions, because as they say, you're not old enough to vote, Mm-mm. but I think that your opinion is strong enough to where it can already, already make a difference. And it has, it has, even with this show, yeah. I think people will hear this and hearing it come from you and how you feel about it. Uh, that's important to know because many of our listeners will have kids your age mm-hmm. and they, this may lead them to go sit down and actually have a conversation with their kid and just ask them not, you know, really sit and listen more so than talk, you know? And that's why the name of the show is we think we talk because it's important to know what, what you think about it yeah, and what comes out of your head. Well guys, it's been a really good episode I'm very proud of Garrett to have him on the show. I think he gave us a lot of insight uh, that we all can take away and, and use and learn something from. Uh, once again, anytime you guys have any questions, if you have any questions for uh, Garrett uh, or, or follow-up information, or if you you know even want Garrett to, uh, to speak uh, to a group of young people, uh, he certainly could do that. Very good at it. You can always contact me at Andy at SelectCareRx.com. Once again, we always like to thank SelectCare Pharmacy, uh, which provides the best customer service and care to the smallest of group homes, to the largest of nursing facilities um, in the upstate and lower state of South Carolina, North Carolina, and Tennessee. So uh, they do a great job, and obviously they uh, are sponsoring this podcast to make sure that we get good information out to everybody about health and everything related to it. So until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to We Think We Talk. All information discussed on this show is for entertainment purposes only. Please contact your medical or healthcare professional for more medical advice.